Hey, hey, Star Wars fans, it's Gary here from Spark of Rebellion, and we would love for you to listen to all of our brand new episodes when they land every single Saturday. Make sure you follow us on your podcast app of choice or pop over to sparkofrebellion.com forward slash listen. If you like the show and you want to support us, you can do that via our Patreon. Just head over to sparkofrebellion.com forward slash Patreon and come and join our other patrons. And thank you so much for your continued support. Now, may the force be with you and on to this week's Spark of Rebellion. Hello there. Hello there and welcome to Spark of Rebellion, the weekly Star Wars podcast covering news, views, reviews, discussion and having a little bit of bants at 200 gigawatts per second. In fact, we uh, once did the Kessel Run. We didn't time it because we're that unfit that it's not worth it, but we did do it. It's just a rumour that we collapsed halfway around. We made it to the very, very end. And speaking of things that make it to the very, very end. The man that never gives up, the man that never stops, the man that is our very own Rocky to the proverbial world's Drago. Joining me today is Mr. Gary Ailis, as usual. All right then, Rocco. What hey, yo. <laughs> You know what, Rock? You fight great, but I'm a great fighter. That's <laughs> <laughs> not a bad day. It's not a bad way to end the week, dude, being compared to Rocky. I'll, I'll take that. I think that's the nicest comparison you've given to me, I think. Well, you're welcome. Hey, you taught me everything you know. Almost. <laughs> I'm just getting dizzy. You coming up. <laughs> Dude, Rocky is like my all-time favourite film. Did you, did you, actually, I don't know why I said that today, but it's the anniversary of Rocky Four coming out today. Oh, is it today? Yeah. Ah, oh, nice. And they're cool. doing the uh, director's cut now, aren't they? Stallone's doing the director's cut. Yeah, yeah I saw some behind-the-scenes stuff of that, like, ages ago. Three or four months ago, but I thought they'd shelved it. I didn't realize. No, no, it's coming out. Now. Okay. Yeah, November it's coming out, man. Nice. You what? How are you doing this week then? Yeah, right, dude. Yeah, not too bad. It's been a quiet week at work, so that's good. Mm, so, always is with you. Yeah. Well, well, an opportunity. Opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> Build on it. Do more of these. Do my walks from NCAP. <laughs> Ask Esther Ranson <laughs> about my charity work, yeah? They're there in the studio and I'm out here. I have been given an opportunity that is literally a sin to waste. Yeah. <laughs> so build on it. Right. Opportunity. See these given. two. Just. just. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, dude. Yeah. Uh, to answer your question, uh, it's been a very good week, dude. Um, I've watched the latest episode of The Bad Batch. I did that earlier on my lunch break. And so that's actually, we, we're going to have to talk about, about that. How many episodes is it? 10, 8, 10, 12? I think it's 10. When we get yeah, around yeah, to the yeah. end. Yeah, we'll go I, I did that. the same though, dude. I watched that one and I was like, oh, that's... Because you've seen Clone Wars now, aren't you? Season 7. Yes, yeah. That was those two, wasn't it? It was the from... Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the... From the... With the uh, so do you think the woman or the person at the end is... No, that mm, was, or do you think it's like the other guy that is sorting everything out? I think it's the other guy. I think it's the other guy as well. Yeah. Snifter, snifter, cheeky, cheeky. Chicker. Well, we'll talk about that. Yeah, Here we'll do, do a roundup. But yeah, so I watched the latest one of that. I've got some interesting thoughts on that because we started off as a, that was a bit of um, a surprise, a really cool surprise, actually. We thought it was just going to be more of the Clone Wars, you know, but started off awesome. But 
yeah, it's been a few episodes where I'm like, hmm, okay. Uh, so yeah, a bit of Clone Wars, a uh, bit of Bad Batch, sorry. A uh, bit of Rocky, obviously. A bit of work. Uh, and a bit of sun. So, yeah. Bit of sun, a little bit of work. Um, what have I done this week with Star Wars? Um, I dressed like Padme on Saturday. Usually. Because Sam said we've got to spice yeah. it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah, it was all right as it goes, but the makeup went everywhere and uh, ended up getting married on a planet because she hates sand. And I was like, oh, this is awkward. And uh, yeah, then she jumped on a rhino and we all just had a laugh in the, rolled around in the fields and that. So that was, that was Saturday. And then <laughs> ordered, um, watched The Bad Batch, read The Phantom Menace book, carrying on with that one, which is fascinating. Also, just today, ordered three Hasbro collectible things, little toy figurines from Forbidden Planet. So I got the little Anakin Skywalker one. I did. I was going to pre-order the big Anakin one, but it's way too expensive. Um, so I can't afford that. And then I got a Captain Rex and a B1 battle droid. So they're, they're coming soon. They get released soon. So that's nice. Nice. And cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's good. That's my that's my 30 quid pocket money spent this week. Um but that's been pretty much it. Oh, I got my tweet liked, didn't I, by old Hamill on the Twitter. Thanks, Mark Hamill. Legend. Oh, mate, that's one of the things off the bucket list, isn't it? Mark Hamill liking oh, yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. Check. Yeah. And it was about um, it, it was about the He-Man thing he's doing with Kevin Smith as well. That looks freaking sweet, doesn't it? Dude, like, it's like the first time Kevin Smith's been let... It's like someone said to him, make your own superhero movie and set it in this universe with all these characters, but you've got kind of just carte blanche on what you want to do with it. And make sure that everyone knows that we're targeting the nostalgia. So he's like, yeah, I'm going to put Bonnie Tyler over it. (laughs) I'm in. (laughs) Yeah, man. Yeah. I thought the same. Fucking genius. Yeah. I thought they were going to go down the same. I thought this was going to be history repeating itself because they did a reboot of He-Man, the cartoon years ago now. I think yeah, it was did. like in the late nine, like early two thousands, maybe. The new He-Man adventures. Yeah, and it was trash. Like it has the odd okay episode, but what they tried to do was re. They tried. They tried to do the nostalgia thing, but they ended up just trying to be like m- mushing together like modern animation with some mm. of the classic stuff, and it just didn't work. Whereas this, it just feels like, like you said, Kevin Smith just been yeah, man, just go and do your thing. We know that you know this shit. Go and do it. Oh, man, I can't wait. I think it's uh, I think it's November. I think you're a bit of a wait for it, but... Mm. No, it's not. Though. It's July. Part one is July. Oh, is it July? Sorry. Oh, nice. It's nice. two part. Yeah, so rather than batching it all together, they broke it into one and parts one and two so they, they could put some of it out this summer. Uh, yeah, it's badass, man. It is. It's like that. they went, look, Kevin Smith, you just write it all and make everyone feel real good about it. Like even down to his choice of word where like Hamela's Skeletor is just saying things like choose your warrior. And you're like, that's, that is clearly like big grandiose Kevin <laughs> Smith sort of, do you know what I mean? It's brilliant. Like it's exactly what it needed. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. Yeah. It is brilliant. What would you pick next? If you had to pick one more nostalgic 80s cartoon to be remade for the modern day, what would you choose and why would it be Thundercats? It would be Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but done uh, by somebody like Kevin Smith, because I think they've, mm. that's a similar thing where they've had some reboots over the years. It's been all right. That's coming out though. It's been all right. Dude, you're nailing it. What's his name? Seth Rogen's doing it. Yeah, but 
as long as they've given you know you know we were saying about some creators we just need like mm. Feloni and now you know Kevin Smith if they've done the same thing with with Seth if they just said look we trust you to go and do it then cool you know that would be cool but yeah other than that it's probably gonna be I would say mask I was gonna say mask forgotten gem Holy crap. What a freaking theme tune that is. Come on, man. Because a lot of people talk about it, but not a lot's been done in terms of recent media. There's no comics, there's no TV, nothing. So I think just out of nowhere, if somebody nails that. Oh, mate. That is literally what I was going to say. And just keep the theme tune, but re-record it with like a bit more guitar. Jack is going to lead the mission. Oh, man. Spectrum's gone. Oh, dude. Keep that. Yep. Keep but, all of that. Keep up the dueling. All of that stuff. Brilliant. And do you remember when they did that version of it that was like with the Formula One cars? And it was the, it was mm. like the, one of the odd cartoons that they tried to evolve that didn't get worse. Like it, it, would, it was just as good. And I was like, this is amazing. So they both now got race cars because they now both own racing teams. So like Matt Tracker's <laughs> gone and bought this racing team and told Miles Mayhem's just gone, hang about. If he's got a racing team, I want a racing team. I'm going to buy a racing team. And then they ended up, that, and this is pre-Red Bull. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Brilliant. Interesting. No, I like that, dude. Mask would be awesome. Yep. Reboot mask, everyone. Anyway, sorry, we're 8 minutes 53 seconds in and we've not talked about Star Wars yet, apart from some battle droids. Um, but we're all good. Now, we've got some new links for you, haven't we, guys? Um, we, we're going to, you know, when we start promoing things, we've got a couple of new features with our little cheeky hosting platform. And uh, you can follow us on the Twitter if you want now at sparkerrebellion.com slash Twitter. Get us on the Instagram, sparkerrebellion.com slash Instagram. And if you want to become part of the crew, if you want to become the second mate on the Falcon, then you can do. You can come and join the Patreon. You can support the crew over at sparkrebellion.com slash Patreon. You can get involved from as little as a book a month. How much better does it feel to say those links out, guys? Mate, this is uh it's been a day. This will be a day long remembered throughout. Choose your warrior. <laughs> no, it's amazing. Those of you that don't know, you probably do by now. Mark and I run this little tiny startup thing. Actually, no, it's very, that's untrue. Mark and Kieran run this tiny little thing out of a shed. And, uh, wow. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they've added this tiny little feature. We've added it together because factors. Based on factors. So, good. So, short links in podcasting. You've just heard them premiering. It's the premiere, man. It's the premiere of short links. I'm, it's, it's awesome. Forward slash, good, isn't it? do what you want, within reason. Within reason, That's yeah. not a real one. Because it's nothing offensive. <laughs> Sparkrebellion.com slash Patreon if you want to get involved. Now, we're going to talk <laughs> about some Star Wars news. We've got a little bit of gaming. We've got a little bit of uh, an, uh, a house that I think we could chip in for. We've got a little bit of Lego. We've got a little bit of, uh, I mean, you know, a bit of sass from a federal judge, uh, which I don't get to say very often. A little bit of toy news and a little bit of book news. So let's dig in without further ado. This is right up your street, this Gazla. Um, apparently, according to Jedi News, um, they actually spotted on a Brazilian retail website. What were they doing on a Brazilian retail website is what I want to know. But they spotted 
a tentative release date for June 26, 2021 for a next-gen port of said Jedi Fallen Order game by EA Sports. It's in the game. Um, so we got the old upgraded version, didn't we, that runs at the higher frame rate and upgraded some of the graphics, I guess the textures, and obviously runs nice and quickly on the next-gen. Um, and, and, and I mean, you and I have got that on Game Pass or whatever. In fact, I think we bought the game, didn't we do? But it's on Game Pass uh, for Xbox. Um, so apparently a next-gen port may be coming, even though it says that it's, you know, there's the EA Live thing coming up, there's, uh, you know, it's going to be released potentially on a Saturday, which they're questioning a little bit in that article, but, um, you know, overall, assuming this news is true, what do you make of this? Because you are, you know, you're the gamer amongst us. Mate, this news is true. Oh! The game landed today, of all days. Holy crap! Really? Yep, no BS. Is it free? It is free. Holy crap! There you go. We need that as a little little sound bite on the old roadcaster pad, don't we? Mm, yes, we do. What? So it's now on uh, Game Pass? Yeah, it's available right now. There was a lot of um, uh, media stuff about it over the last two days around the PS5. And people were like, well, what's going on with Xbox? Is it we dropping for Xbox? What's going on? They didn't announce anything. And then just in the store today, it's like, here's an update for Fallen Order. It's the proper next-gen, beefy, full-fat version. So I haven't played it yet. I've downloaded it. I downloaded it while I was watching Bad Batch. So it's ready to go. So I'll, I'll hop on it later and see what the, the difference is between, like you said, the little upgrade that they did a while ago versus the proper, quote-unquote, next-gen version. So I don't know. I imagine it will be something like... There was a couple of game modes, wasn't there? You had... Uh, high fidelity mode that ran at 30 fps Mm -hmm. and then you had a performance mode that tried to target 60 but i think it dropped it down to 1080p uh and then they did that little update where it boosted it up to 1440p stuff like that so i imagine now it will probably be the full 4k at 60 fps probably but um yeah we'll we'll report back later next week with what's going on with that but yeah this is the this is the prompt that i needed to start replaying it dude because i've been umming and ahhing for months about mm. doing a replay. And I'm like, yeah, other games, you know. So, yeah, I will jump on and give it a go. Do it, man. Yeah, I'm going to do the same, especially because it's on Xbox. Um, that's where I have my save game. So I've uh, started a new game plus. So it's just, uh, it's not a new download. It's just an update to the old game that brings the next gen port. And it's not like a separate game in the store or anything. You just update the bad boy and jobs are good. And- well, it's part of um, the uh, Xbox they call smart delivery. So if it, recognizes that you've got a next gen or a current gen console now, I guess, then it will just download that version of the game for you in the background. Cool. So if you've cool, got cool, it installed cool. already, you should get a little update pop up and it will update and do everything. Or if you just go to the store or game pass and redownload it, it will download the proper version you need. Yeah. Wicked, wicked, wicked. Well, we'll, we'll get that played. I'm, uh, I'm up for another game on it. I, um, I, I actually played it on Xbox one S and then when I got the next gen console, I was like, I'll give it a whirl. Cause that was like, 50 times better than the 1S anyway. Um, but this will be even better. So sweet. All right, well, let's report back on that next week. Um, that sounds like a good plan. We'll kick the tyres on that one. Uh, speaking of kicking tyres, um, you wouldn't want anyone kicking your tyres if you'd parked your brand new car on the drive of your $3 million Darth Vader house that's up for sale on Right Move, would you? Uh, well, I would, just for the well, excuse to go out there with the old lightsaber and have a tear Why on your property, though, guys? Why has the goose not stopped them? Mm. yeah true mm. I can't figure this story out though dude this is coming from the mirror that awesome 
legit newspaper that we have here in the UK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, The headline's a little bit clickbaity for me, dude. Bit clickbaity. Yeah, well, let's sort of read it out. Let's read it out. All right, here we go. Darth Vader house that looks like Star Wars villain's helmet goes on sale for £3 million. Even Luke Skywalker himself, actor Mark Hamill, just in clip in case you thought it was a real person, thinks a futuristic 7,000-square-foot property in Houston, Texas, is perfect for a fan of the hit franchise. Um, yeah, a couple of things then. Um, I mean, apparently this was built by, I'm just reading this, you know, by Jean Couquier in 1992 and features four bedrooms, five full bathrooms and a four-car garage. Apparently he was a fan of the... Uh, of, of, of the series. Now, if I'm honest with you, doesn't look anything like his helmet. Looks more like a Cylon or a Death Trooper or, as some might say, a building. So... <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking, dude. Because I was really hyped for this. I was like, oh, wow. I'm definitely going to talk to my boss at work about a pay rise so I can put an offer down. And then yeah. I looked at the photos and I was like, I'm missing something here. Yeah? You know, when you look at stuff and you think, Am I, is my brain, you know, just not clicking, not joining the dots? And I still can't see it, mate, unfortunately. I can't see the resemblance between anything to do with the, the shape or the design of the building. Like, the architecture looks cool, don't get me wrong. If you're after, a like, a real cool, modern-looking house, it looks badass. But there's nothing Star Warsy about it, certainly nothing Darth Vader-y. I don't know, man. Are you, are you the same on that? Because I can't join the dots. <laughs> No, I'm with you. And what I, what I want to just dig into here, I mean, we don't, it's not us that has to pass comment or judgment on this. Why bother when we can refer to the comment section? So, uh, <laughs> comment number one, lol, helmet. I think that says it all. Um, then we've got someone that's been a little bit more solid and he's sort of thinking to himself, well, do you know what? Well, given the benefit of the doubt, and what we'll do is we'll have a little laugh with it, but we'll keep it in the fandom, all right? So then we've got this one, which I call the middle ground. Looks more like the entrance to the bunker on Endor than Darth Vader's helmet. All it needs is a couple of those Russian bear dogs acting like Ewoks to perfect the look. So that's the middle ground, you know? Mm. Maybe a couple of stone Russian dogs, you know, looking a little bit like Wicket, whatever. Then we've got the naysayer, um, <laughs> which I'm going to go straight into on this one. And... This person has said, I think it's rather ugly from the front. Resembles a public toilet in a council car park near where I live. The back I don't like either. No privacy with all that glass. Mm. What more do you need? What more do you need? That comment has, you know, shut everybody up. But it's interesting. I mean, you can't get much more of a British comment than that. A public toilet in a council car park. That is just, that's mm. probably somebody in Leeds. Or Rotherham, one of the two. If we have any, yeah, if we have any listeners in Leeds or Rotherham, I love you, but that's probably the case. And secondly, it looks like this is one of those isolated builds out somewhere, so you probably haven't got any neighbours. Well, I don't know. Well, this is the funny thing, isn't it? Like, first up, Kieran's in Rotherham, so I'm going to tell him you said that. Secondly, <laughs> I agree with you. It sounds like something Kieran would say. Um, but <laughs> what what I will just throw out there is that I don't think that Mrs. Ted, who's written this comment, is the target market for this £3 million mansion that 
is set in the middle of nowhere and clearly benefits from natural light throughout the day. I don't think privacy is a concern when you can spend three million pound on a house. Um, just throwing that out there, but I don't think the neighbours conservative is going to encroach between you and me. Yeah, I don't think there's going to be any encroachment to worry about. And uh, even if there was, just be sensible. I mean, what would you do now if you lived on a you know residential street with lots of other houses behind you? You're just sensible. You have you know, if you want to walk around butt naked, still do that. You just whack the blinds down. Same deal. Whack, just the, whack blinds the blinds down. down. Job Take the blinds and whack them down. And you see, <clears throat> this is like the cool thing about this. Blinds. Is that, mm. you can, well, blinds are good, but you can also imagine, you know, Mrs. Ted, she's rocking up and she's like, I got the budget for this, right? I'm not going to beat around the bush. The asking price is fair. I'm not even going to barter with you, all right? I've made my money. <laughs> I've done all right. It's fine. And what I'm going to do is I am going to say to you, though, that if it wasn't, and I'd be putting an offer in if it wasn't for this, if it wasn't for the fact that when I'm out here sunbathing, topless, putting some SPF 15 on the old baps, Denise and Dave are looking over the fence. If it wasn't for that, I would have this fully glass-backed £3 million house today, mark my words, and Mr. Ted agrees with me. <laughs> yeah, that's probably how it would go. I also get the feeling, though, that uh, if Mrs. Ted was contacted by the owners and said, I saw your comment, and you're absolutely right, I've, I've failed as an architect and I feel terrible, as a bit of recompense, I want to gift you the house. <laughs> um, I know you're probably going to say no because you think it looks like a toilet, but I'm going to gift you the house for free. I reckon she'd probably be like, hmm, toilets look lovely, don't they? Toilets in general look freaking lovely. I love them. Love a council. I love a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That toilet around the corner in Rotherham looks bloody beautiful. I'll happily trade. <laughs> but I'm going to have to get some blinds. Some blinds, yeah. <laughs> but thank you. Thank you very much, Jean. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? The yeah. old Ford Focus, the, tw the 2012 Ford Focus, chucked up on the driveway, the three million pound house. And all she's bashing on about is privacy. You yeah. all know what I'm saying. If And here's the funny thing. If you're bothered about privacy and you can afford a three million pound house, you can afford blinds. That's a fact. And you could probably afford to ship in some of those really tall uh, hybrid bush slash tree things that you just plant along the, the perimeter. Yeah. Give you a little bit of uh, privacy that way. You know, you get a, a garden technician company thingy in to do that. Take you half a day, job done. There's your privacy. Now get out. Buy the, the bush <laughs> to protect the bush. <laughs> yeah. Is protect what Mrs. Ted's worried about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh Christ! No, I mean it, there's a lot to unpack with that story, but most of it's mental. So that's that's a that's a great thing. Um, mm. So good luck selling that one, John. I'm sure you'll have no problem. Uh, you're going to get a lot of tire kickers. I will warn you. You're going to get a lot of tire kickers. <laughs> Um, but enjoy yourself, stay safe, watch out for the privacy, and remember to lock the doors because everyone's looking in from the private back garden that you have clearly got. And uh, speaking of stuff that's causing a bit of a furore online, dude, um, you and I like Lego. You're a brick fanatic, you know, other websites are available. And, uh, you know, I like, a, I like a good brick myself unless it's stuck to my foot in the middle of the night and I'm screaming in terror. Oof. Oof. 
Oh, nothing worse apart from a plug, perhaps. Well, according to uh, BrickFanatics.com, and I'm just going to read this verbatim, a Lego designer has responded to the apparently false rumours that Disney is clamping down on Cara Dune merchandise, explaining her presence in a new Lego Star Wars The Mandalorian set. So, look, here's the skinny, right? Gina Carano, um, she's the actress who portrays Cara Dune, um, got binned. In February, didn't she? She she was a bit naughty online. Uh, got binned um, because Lucasfilm felt that what she did was abhorrent and unacceptable. Um, and the, the you remember the Cara Doom? I think we we we, we reported on it. The Cara Doom action figure was pulled. Um, it was a Black Series one, which you know the Black Series are very much around the actress and the actor's likeness, aren't they? You know the very very high caliber, um, high fidelity things. Um, well, they've put this Lego Mandalorian set out that's got the character of Cara Doom in it. Um, there's also some other pretty badass stuff in it. There's Fennec Shand and, and Moff Gideon and a, and a Death Trooper, so there, there's some pretty cool stuff in it. Um, but it's also got this Cara Doom little Lego minifigure in, so it's kind of been kicking off a little bit um, with people saying, you know, potentially that it should have been pulled and blah, 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 blah. Um, so the design manager from Lego Ideas, a guy called or a girl called Sam Johnson, has now clarified um, basically common sense, all right? It's just common freaking sense um, that Cara Doom is a fictional character included because a fictional character is a fictional character. Ergo, Gina Carano has not been included in a Lego set because Gina Carano is a human and exists. And a fictional character does nay exist and thus can be portrayed by other people. Which, who knows in the future... I mean, the Rangers of the New Republic were pulled uh, a bit ago. We assume that's something to do with it. But who knows? She was a very big part of, of The Mandalorian. Perhaps she will be recast. Who knows? We just simply don't know. Um, so look, it's, this is a, like a bit of a common sense. And, and what's I think what's what's kind of nice is that Lego have done this. You know, Lego's a big brand. They've got to you know they've got to toe the line. They've got to do things right. To come out and sort of say this in a very commonsensical manner is actually really nice and refreshing. Um, so I don't know. What do you make of this, dude? Yeah, I can see this one getting a little bit of. Uh... A little, little bit of not backlash, but in this day and age, dude, no what, no one's ever gonna back um, Lego with this decision. It's just not going to happen, you know. Unfortunately, because it is the most common sense thing that we've heard. It's the statement that's made the most sense from a um, not just common sense, but just from like a commercial marketing point of view. Everyone else that's just dumped the character because of what happened with with Gina is like, you know, it's, it's just it's so weird. But the problem is, is the world we live in today is just that's the thing. Like any kind of controversy or any little thing that happens like that with actors or whatever, then everyone else just drops them like it, like a hot potato because they can't be seen to endorsing that behavior because that actor represents the character which represents the franchise which the company is then backing and blah 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 so it's a bit of a ballsy move and then there's no i love the fact that there's no mincing of any words either there's not a long drawn out statement of like you know the lego company you know use everything from you know our point of view we don't discriminate and all that stuff it's just really simple it's like yeah, I just love it. It's a representation of the character, not the actress, which is just bang on, completely bang on, because 
the can- the cancel culture sort of thing that we're living in as well, where we've had these petitions and stuff like let's remove Cara Dune from. There was one petition which was ridiculous. It's like my son does After Effects or something, and he can digitally remove Cara Dune from the episodes and replace her with a different actress and all this bullshit. It's like, yeah, whatever, whatever. So I'm, I'm I love this man. I love that Lego have just sort of put their foot down a little bit and said, look, let's stop the nonsense here from this point on. Just know that if any Cara Dune figures appear in our sets, that's because we like Cara Dune. Nothing to do with Gina. So I like it, man. I respect it, but I can just see it's going to be a bit of pushback on it. Yeah, I get that entirely, man, and, and, and fully agree with you on it. Like, it's sort of nuts that it's even got to be justified because it is clearly not Gina Carano. Um and I get, you know, I get the Black Series one being pulled because it's such a high-fidelity replication of a certain person. You know, you, you forever see that person. But, you know, this was two seasons of a TV show that we don't know how long will go on for. It might go on for 15 seasons. I mean, granted, it probably won't. But it, you would imagine it'll at least run for five seasons with the amount of brass that it's bringing in. Or if not five seasons, the character will probably be around for a lot longer, you know? Um so yeah, I'm with you, dude. I respect it and appreciate it, and I think it's one of those things where it, it, it's it's very clear that common sense should prevail in this because it's not, you know, it's it, this is not it's not endorsing a person's behaviour. It's saying that the creators have created a character that we still believe in, you know. So it's in it weird, man. In it weird, you know. There's it, it, I'm all for for everything should be done the right way and be done very very respectfully. And it's sort of, Lego has sort of decided to put that line in the sand around what constitutes um, their version of respect, which I totally get. I'm, I'm up for that, man. I think it's fine. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, I completely agree. Completely agree, dude. I, I just, we'll, we'll probably report on a story about this in the next week or two. There'll probably be something about it that we'll talk about. Yep. It'll be a Doomcock thing, won't it? Oh, of course. <laughs> gonna, yep. gonna be. Anyway. Oh, speaking of stuff that's kind of funny, um, you know, as Doomcock generally is, we've uh, we've now got a legal. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I just want to say a legal standpoint on the sequels, dude. Um, who, who would you trust more than a federal judge? Pfft, that's what I'm asking. No one. Apollo is what some Creed would answer. Apollo. Well, you should always trust Apollo. What favorite? You know, Rag, you fight great, but I'm a great fighter. <laughs> There is no tomorrow, which is why the judge has been involved. We can't let this go on forever. Just get it All stamped. All right, okay, smooth. Go. Yeah, 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 that was good. There is no tomorrow. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, okay. Um, anyway, so over on winteriscoming.net, which is weird because <laughs> the logo says fan-sided. Yeah. What's going on with that? Um, anyway, so... Hang about, it's still confusing me. Anyway, so, um, that must be the network or something. Anyway, um, a judge called Kenneth K. Lee, who sounds pretty badass, right? He was, um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't he just? The He's name. not just Kenneth Lee. He's Kenneth K. Lee. <laughs> the name does sound badass. And I'm glad it's they've used the, or he's used the, the full Kenneth. Because if it was Ken then he would have demoted himself to a bit of a wiener. But Kenneth K. Lee just sounds... Yeah, you're right there, dude. Just wanted to pick that up. Sorry, carry on. Yeah, he <laughs> he sounds like someone that knows really, really good fighting. 
And not like martial arts, he's just a really good fighter. He's a scrapper. He sound That's what that comes across like for me. Mm-hmm. Um, he's probably not, probably a great guy, and I'm in no way endorsing the fact that Kenneth K. Lee is a fighter because he's a federal judge, and he'd probably tie me up on charges. However, what I will say is that this badass named federal judge, he's been um, presiding over a case um, of, uh, it's called Brasenio versus Henderson, which um, this is according to WinterIsComing.net, re- reading this verbatim, which concerns whether Conagra Foods Inc. falsely marketed Western oil with labels that described it as 100% natural, when in actual fact the product is derived in part from genetically genetically modified crops. Naughty, naughty. Right. So, basically, this is all about false advertising, right? And and forgotten promises, all right? And promises that do not make sense. So, what is written up here in his decision is, um, the situation between Conagra and uh, Richardson, the, 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 the people that are kind of prosecuting, I guess, was like, to quote... George Lucas promising no more mediocre and schlocky Star Wars sequels shortly after selling the franchise to Disney. Such a promise would be illusory. Bitter bants. A little bitter bants from Kenneth K. Lee. He's not bothered. (laughs) I just love this, man. This is such a small little inconsequential thing, but just the raw amount of shade that's been thrown over Disney and Star Wars. It's in just that one sentence. It's just, um, it's, it's genius beyond. It's a Jeremy Clarkson quote moment. It's like my genius knows no bounds. He's probably driving home with the fucking roof down after that day, raining or not with the sunglasses on thinking that's probably the best closing line I've given in a case period. Uh, I just love it. I mean, comparing that, I mean, it's really, you can see the comparison. Let's not beat around the bush. You can certainly mm. see why he's used the comparison. Don't so, beat around Mrs. Ted's bush. Yeah. Put the baps away, love. Get your toes away. And he's like, look, it's as bad as uh, as George Lee. <laughs> I'm not going to say it again. It's just so funny. <laughs> it's the amount of shade. That's what I love about it. It wasn't one of those quirky little things like, ah, he's a Star Wars fan. It's like, well, he's clearly not a fan of the sequels. That much is obvious. This is awesome, man. <laughs> I love this. Dude, it, it's... Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. This is like he's... Like, number one, he's personally pissed with the sequels. And he's been waiting for the one chance <clears throat> to get it in. You know, like I was talking to a, a mate earlier, Adam, right? I texted him. I've updated the, one of my pages on the website, on my website, right? And I've got an office quote in there, and it's a headline, H2, actually, semantics. So H2, dropped it in, and uh, the headline is, and that's them saying it, because it's above a testimonial, right? I'm like, this is fucking brilliant. I can have a little laugh. Mm. You know, I've got, we, we do test shows on Captivate with, like, Wally West and, you know, Luke Scott. This is his version of that. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just like... Fucking hell, here it is. The night before the decision, he's like, I'm getting, tomorrow's the day, I'm getting it in, I'm getting it in, I'm getting it in. And then he's like, all the way to the courthouse, he's like... Yeah. <laughs> and his wife's like, you're such a child. This is so yeah. immature. And he's like... Such a loser. Yeah, and he's like, well, why don't you go and watch the sequels then? Yeah, I'll see you after. Go and watch Star Trek then, you dick. It's, do you know what it's probably... <laughs> I used to play this game at one of my old jobs where we used to pick a word in the morning 
and it was a completely <laughs> ridiculous word. And we had to count how many times we could get it into conversation without yeah, the other boy. person, you know? So all the other judges are like, what are we going to get in this week? We've done Game of Thrones. We've done all that stuff. We haven't done the jewel in the crown yet. We haven't been able to get a Star Wars quote legitimately into a proper court case. Oh, Kenny, just watch this. Just watch this. I've got the perfect, it's perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Struts out like Ace Ventura. Doesn't even say anything to him afterwards. Just gets his keys and fucks off. All the Wig other drop judges. straight in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. All the other judges are just watching him as he struts through. Nodding Ken does. Lee's up to the game. <laughs> <laughs> they just nod in approval. Honestly. And respect. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. Um, <laughs> that is hilarious. Now, there was a, I, told, I might have told you about this when you came up to the office last, right? A mate of mine, Kai, big Kai. Um, he did a radio interview once and we did the same thing. We were like, just as he left, Kai, get the word flugelhorn in on the radio, <laughs> right? Live BBC radio. And he was like, yeah, easy, whatever. Gets to the end and he's like, uh, the, 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 the uh, guy, Toby, what's his face on BBC radio? Went, and Kai, what were you going to be before you're a designer? And he was like, right, this is my chance to get this in. <laughs> yeah, well, I was going to be a flugelhorn player, uh, but my mum said that I couldn't make much money in it. <laughs> Out of every instrument on the planet that the radio presenter could play, he was a flugelhorn player and proceeded to engage Kai in an in-depth conversation about the type of flugelhorn <laughs> and how much flugelhorn he played. And Kai just floundered oh, alive. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the equivalent of The Office where David Brent's, David Brent's like, yeah, all the big ones. You know, like when he's talking about the classical music, that's all he had. It was like all the big ones. Yeah. Or Beethoven. Or which Beethoven? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, his most popular stuff, all the big ones. <laughs> or his greatest hits. <laughs> oh, man. Honestly, Kai. it was hilarious. Jeez, yeah, geez. he got... He get, well, he got hammered with that. He did get hammered with it. Oh, my word. Anyway. Oh, mate. Oh. <laughs> Kenny, we should, we, well we, done. Kenny, oh, Ken Lee, well done, son. I agree with him as well. A false promise, Ken. No one wants that. No one bloody wants that. Um, now, what we've got to say here is, uh, you know, I said earlier that I uh, I ordered some Star Wars goodies earlier, didn't I? I said that I got the old Anakin Skywalker. I got a Captain Rex and a B1 battle droid for him to tussle with. Um, well, Hasbro, uh, they're, they're, they're always doing this. Uh, they've done another round of Star Wars figures. And uh, there's some good ones, but the one we're going to focus on. So I'm going to very quickly run through these. Uh, these are their pipeline reveals. So it's a Black Series. We've got a Jeddah Patrol Stormtrooper. All right. Bib Fortuna, all right, that's, yeah, okay. Uh, a Nomad Boba Fett, okay, again, I can get on board with that, that's quite cool. Cobb Vanth, not going to buy that one. Uh, Fennec Shand, you know, might buy that one. Uh, and a Mayfeld, which is a weird choice, because it's just Bill Burr, so that's weird. Um, so you'd have Bill Burr on your sideboard. Uh, but they've also put out this Mads Mickelson action figure, right? So Mads Mickelson, he plays Galen Urso, uh, Urso in the... Uh, in the in in the Rogue One, and his you know his character is in in the prequels. Catalyst, pretty big deal in Star Wars. You know he made the vent, didn't he? Built in the floor and all that retcon. Um, 
But what I will say is that Mad Mickelson's a good-looking guy, but he's a very specifically good-looking guy that's got features that one may say are very difficult to replicate at six-inch scale. So you've sort of got this nice figure of Galen Erso that just looks really confused. Mm. You all know what I'm saying about this, don't you? The boss-eyed... The boss-eyed uh, Mads. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I thought the same thing. He looks a bit... Do I need a number one? Or is the number two joining in? Because that will determine how long I need to tell the guys I'm going to be out of the meeting for. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck's talking about? Oh, there it is. <laughs> no, tell them with my tell them with my permission. Yeah. Don't need permission. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I thought. Genuinely, that's what I thought. He's very it's, thinky about something. Confused. He is, isn't he? He's like <laughs> swears in his mum's grave. Wow. Well, I have promised. <laughs> I have. Can you promise that? On his mother. <laughs> I have, in a way. Because, <laughs> he's, he, he, yeah, it's very like, it's like he's almost down at the sandwich shop. And they're like, next. And he's up next. But he's just staring at the menu and he can't get his head around it. And he ends up going for some in shit. Yeah, coronation chicken, please. Love no lettuce. Always a mistake. Mate, coronation chicken. It's like you walk back in there and hoy it over the counter and be like, what's with the raisins? Well, you ask for coronation chicken. Yeah. Then ask for a dessert, Denise. Weird. Why are you here? Coronation chicken. Very odd. Speaking mm. of oddness, this one does look very weird, dude. It does. Um, yeah. like I'm just looking at it now. It, I mean, it, I like these figures, but it, it honestly just looks like he's, like you said, he's sort of like, uh, what time shall we leave? Do you want to... I mean, there's going to be 45 minutes of traffic. Add in a factor of one for the service stop. Uh, we need to leave on the hour. What about if we leave at quarter to the hour? And he's like, he's, it's like he's constantly, inquisitively second-guessing himself on this. Are you going to buy it, though? No. Why? Uh, because you make you question everything that you did. He'd be on your shelf, right? That shelf you've got behind you, and you'd be like, "Do you know I'm going to get a brew?" And you'd see him, and you'd be like, "Fuck, do I want a brew?" Yeah, that would be a dangerous habit to get into. You turn around, Mads. What do you reckon? Oh, he's not feeling it. I don't know. No, stop judging me. And they'd have to throw yeah. him out the window. Pointless purchase. And then you make jokes at him, like you're making me mad. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, it's, it's weird, isn't it? Well, the character's just not up on my list of characters that I want to pick up. I assume the figures that you got, are they Black Series figures? Uh, one of them's Black Series. The other ones are those. You can't see them behind me. You know, the ones that the old Hasbro in the vintage um, um, bubble package. You oh, know, yeah, the, the 3.75 inch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to keep like the Battle Droid and Rex. I'll probably perch up there and keep them in the packet. But the Black Series is the six inch one. Nice. Um, right. It's soft, so... Yeah. Um, so yeah, won't be picking that one up. I might get Bib Fortuna though. Yeah, yeah. I've already got the um, 
Oh no, yeah. I've got a sand stormtrooper. Looks very similar to the Jeddah Patrol one. Right, yeah. Cobb Vanth might be cool. Bib Fortuna. Yeah. yeah. A couple on the list, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what the funny thing with that is? Um, is that so I, I sort of get freaked out when toys look like actual people, but before the people were famous, before they did the character, as opposed to like Mark Hamill that was kind of famous and he's sort of known for Luke Skywalker. So like Ben Affleck as Batman, if I get a Ben Affleck as Batman toy or a figure, I've not got a Batman figure, I've got a Ben Affleck figure as Batman. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, So with Timothy Oliphant, all I'm going to see is that good-looking paper guy from the office, the US office. I agree. And I'll just say he played Cobb Vanth, and the data will be there in my brain, but every time I see him, I'm like, why have I got a statue of Timothy Oliphant? I think I know what you mean, yeah. Although you could apply the same thing to like people at like Harrison Ford and stuff. Yeah, true. I suppose so. Yeah. No, you're right, actually. You could do. You could do. You could do. I think that's why characters are often better when they're not, unless they're really high fidelity things, they're often better not being, um, or where, what I'm trying to say, like when they've been in a range of things, like Ahsoka. Ahsoka's more a series of visual cues, and you know it's Ahsoka, as opposed to Rosario Dawson or the Ashley Eckstein anime. You know, because it's just a series of design cues that make that character. Whereas mm. like, Mads Mickelson is Mads freaking Mickelson. You know, yeah. like, oh, good, I've got Hannibal in a Star Wars co you know, cosplay. Great. Mm. You know? Yeah, which is why the Bib Fortuna one would work, because it's a, it's an actor buried underneath mm. a ton of stuff. So that would be cool. Yeah. Maybe I'll, I'll take Cobb off then. See you later, Vanth. Cobb, uh, Fortuna. How is it late? Yeah. You left it yet? Hey, speaking of merch, dude, um, let's move on to the last thing. Uh, you know, so this all the High Republic stuff is kicking back off. We've got this rising storm, which I think is coming out pretty soon. Um, end of the month, I'm hoping to get that one delivered from the old Amazon. Uh, other bookstores are available, and we urge you to support local businesses wherever possible. And what um, I'm looking forward to is revisiting the original stuff from Light of the Jedi, because there's two or three different story threads now, isn't there, um, from, uh, from the High Republic. And uh, quite enjoying it. You know, we talked about some of the ups and downs that it had. But this one is a Kevin Scott, so the person that did the do uh, Dooku Jedi Lost book. Um, obviously, Kevin Scott is a is big in Star Wars. Very, very talented writer. Um, the new book, Rising Storm, or The Rising Storm, has got this alternate cover, which is designed by uh, Jama Jurabev, or, or, or Yama Jurabev, or a combination. I do apologize for butchering the name. Um, but... Dude, this illustration is one of the best things that I've seen for a long time in Star Wars. It reminds me, it's a, got a little bit of Alex Ross about it. Um, it's just this. So you got Stellan Geos, this Jedi, with... Um, you remember Stellan Geos was that old school kind of rugged, like he was just a bit of a custodian of like one of the Jedi outposts. But then um, <clears throat> it was your mate, what's his name? Forget the little Jedi Padawan. Um forget his name, but he was like, no, 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 the rumours about this guy being badass are like ultimate, and he had this big freaking lion dog thing, they went off to save that family, didn't they? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was this guy. Mm. So, dude, you know, the implication of this guy being a badass is just brought to life in this picture. So you've got the badass dog lion thing, um, you've got him spinning one lightsaber round as a freaking shield whilst <laughs> hammering people with the other one. Then you've got all these Nihil with these laser axes, like an old Masters of the Universe laser axe. Some old school blaster action that looks very old school, looks like the Han Solo blaster. 
And then just all this Star Wars goodness going on. Dude, it looks badass, this picture. I mean, I would get the Illustrator cover, but I probably won't. But this just looks great. Just yeah, looks great, man. Yeah, it does look awesome, yeah. Yeah, some of the stuff that we've seen up to now for the High Republic has been a bit soft. Uh, you know those birthday cards that you used to get when you were a kid from family members that don't know you? It's like <laughs> a, a gentle watercolour of someone teeing off or an old-fashioned Formula One racing car with a checkered flag. You know, it was always on like cream-coloured paper with like really soft watercolours. <laughs> All the illustrations so far have been like that, have been a bit wishy-washy, a bit soft. Whereas this one is just boom. It's like action all over the place. There's also, there's lots going on as well. We could probably dive into this picture uh, a bit more if we had time, but there's, there's definitely a lot going on. But the focus is that, like you mentioned, where he's got one lightsaber in his right hand and he's making that spin around like uber fast to create a shield. That is badass. Like, Isn't it just? Have we seen that past, um, uh, what's his face doing that before with lightsabers? Uh, you know, the, um, Kenobi, Kenobi. <laughs> oh, Grievous. Yeah, we have Grievous. actually. Yeah. It was, well, he's spin shit, doesn't he? Cause he's a spinny kind of guy, but yeah, he, uh, yeah, I think we might've seen him doing that. Have we seen any Jedi doing it other than Grievous? <clears throat> maybe so. in Clone Wars or maybe like Ray or something with the double, with a double bladed thing. Maybe Maul did it as well. I don't know. Can't remember. But this does look badass. This should be in a video game or something. This is like a move that you could pull off. You know, it looks badass. But yeah, I agree, dude. It makes you want to... I mean, it's it, mission accomplished with a brief. It's like, we want people to read this story. Let's get a really badass illustrated mm. cover to draw people in. It's like, there you go. You've earned your money, Jama. Well done. Yeah, it looks awesome, man. Do you know what? It's actually quite cheap as well. So the book is probably going to be, what, 20 bucks? So in UK price, what, 16.99, something like that. Um, this goes live This goes live on starwars.com, I think, on the merchandise store. Um, it comes with a tote bag for, for no fucking reason. It comes with a tote <laughs> bag with the same illustration. What the fuck are you going to do with that? Um, you know what I mean? I'm just going to go shopping. I've got my two bags for life. I've got this old Tesco carrier bag that's been in my shoe and I'm going to take this tote bag with me. Or alternatively, give it to the kids for school. They ain't using that. They want a cool backpack. What do you use a tote bag for? Uh, I'm going to say... Fazed you. Milk, taters. No. And a chocolate bar. No? No. Okay. You put your chocolate bar in your pocket to let it melt into a fancy shape before you put it in the fridge to let it reset into that fancy shape so that you can then surprise your girlfriend with it and go, look at that, you've got a wrong one. All right, that's what you do with your chocolate. Your milk, don't buy milk. There are cows, they exist. Take the milk. They're willing to give it. And bread, fine. But you don't need a bag if that's all you've got. True. I do see a lot of people carry these to the beach. Oh, beach is a good shout. Sun cream. I take it back. You know, snack, bottle of drink, towel. And this is like the Star Wars nerds in it. You know, like you and me were like, right team, we're off to the beach. (laughs) We're going to pull the ladies and we're going to tip the tote bag. What will impress them, do you think, guys? Well, I'd take your tote bag, dude, with that uh, illustration on, because (laughs) that will impress them. Right here, stick it in the boot. Seen that guy over there? Got a high <laughs> public tote bag. Right, get them out. 
Get them out now. Did you get the book that came with that? Is it exclusive? Yes, it is, sweetheart. You're an ice cream. All right, lads, back in an hour. This could get blue. So let's... Because uh... it's nothing offensive. But anyway, it's only $50. So on that same site is where you can get... You remember we talked about that Throne Ascendancy, the third book in that series, or the second book, whichever one it is, that's got the illustrated cover. 150 bucks, mate, limited edition. This one, which is arguably a better illustration, 50 bucks and you get a tote bag. So yeah. actually pretty affordable. I'd be all right with that. Yeah, and now the weather's improving and there's a, a possibility of going to a beach. Yeah. The tote bag is now a lot more useful than we thought it would be. Desirable. Yeah, and also the old, uh, if I pick up quickly, that's a, what I call my wife, by the way. What, the, the tote bag? The bag for life. <laughs> it's an amazing name to substitute for, for wife. How's the bag for life? Yeah, still there. She's all right, yeah. Keeps coming back, which is good, even though I keep leaving it in a shopping trolley in Aldi. And that's Crofts. <laughs> all right, team, on that note, it's time to wrap. That's been a fun one. As always, diving into the galaxy's news and just, you know, assessing it with our own brand of sardonic humour. So if you've had a good time, let us know all about that over on Twitter. What have you been up to? Have you ordered anything? You've been playing anything? You've been reading anything? You've been watching anything? What do you think of the Bad Batch? What do you think about this weird Mad Mickelson, Mads Mickelson toy? And would you get privacy bushes for your £3 million Darth Vader house? Let us know on Twitter, sparkrebellion.com slash Twitter. And if you want to join the crew, if you want to get involved in Labance, as we call it, you can do so over on Patreon with sparkrebellion.com slash Patreon. So from me, it's an adios and see you next week. Gaz, always fun, dude. Um, enjoy yourself and uh, yeah, Sidi. Sidi. Yeah, it's been awesome, dude, as always. Uh, we're going to have to do some serious Star Wars things, I think, coming up. We're going to have to knuckle down and uh, some of our listeners are like, Appreciate the humour, guys, but yeah, we're after some, some proper Star Wars shoes. So, uh, probably bad batch, maybe. You know, tote bags, whatever. Baps, bushes, privacy, whatever you want. Anyway, we will see you next week for episode 111. So take care of yourselves. Stay safe and healthy as always. And remember, the Force will be with you always. Apart from if you don't have privacy, guys.